So it seems that Major League Baseball has no interest in capitalizing on a country that is desperate for some more sports. They didn't watch the Olympics, not because they weren't interested in watching the skiing or anything else. They just didn't want to be supportive of China, and they just didn't want to be lectured to. They would actually, you're not seeing necessarily the worst ratings in the world on basketball. And football has been chef's kiss to ratings over those last few weeks because the playoffs were incredible. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's so good to be with you. The playoffs far outplayed the Super Bowl, which I thought was fair uh, at best. But Major League Baseball can't figure out how to get out of its own way. The owners, the players, can't get together for a deal for collective bargaining. The season is now starting to get shorter, and there's no end in sight. JMV joins us from 107.5 The Fan in Indianapolis, Indiana. He hosts from 3 to 7 p.m. He is the guy we actually get to do race day coverage for the Indianapolis 500 together. And I want to understand you know, how much of this is self-inflicted wound versus a real issue but let's take a step back talk to me about where the real problem is uh right now the uh the owners don't really care with the season starts on time anyway because they don't make a great deal of money especially in the cold weather cities of major league baseball they don't make a great deal of money anyway thus if you're going to give something up and stand your ground as they are in negotiations um, and still take a swing at trying to take some of the money away from the players. Uh, the players had, and I get this strictly, Tony, from a player's angle here. They had, you know, a rock bottom, well, this is going to be our final offer type of thing before everybody walked out in Florida yesterday, and they they felt that, that maybe the owners maybe would come down to them, but frankly, from what I've been told, the owners really don't care if they get started on time, you know, in late March and early April because they don't make a lot of money in late March and early April, April, especially in the cold weather cities. So that's kind of where we are right now. That's just another layer, Tony, of the negotiation tactics where really they don't give a crap about you. They don't. They don't, they don't care about. I mean, you can see that right now by the way they're taking this. But this is also, I mean, we're talking about money here. This is to create a new collective bargaining agreement. So is this how much the players get out of TV revenue? How, what, what is the, the, the detail here? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's, that, that's what. Now, I don't know the details of what the, 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 the drop, the rock bottom price tag was on what the players were willing to accept here. But, yeah, they, they feel that they want a further share in what is an escalating revenue. And, and, frankly, I thought you mentioned a couple of really important points. One is, you know, football. You can kind of see that in football. You don't see that as much, I don't think, in the NBA and certainly in Major League Baseball because football can do anything. I mean, right now here where I sit in Indianapolis, you've got for the final time here in Indy, you got the combine. And this didn't used to be monetized. But the NFL is so popular and has sustained that popularity where you can now monetize these guys running around in their underwear and doing calisthenics. And that's exactly what they've done, where Major League Baseball, the NBA, has been incapable of finding that niche. So, yeah, it's television revenue. It's it's all a big part of it. But, frankly, from what I've been told, and, again, this is from strictly a player's angle, this is more about the owners saying, all right, the heck with it. We won't start on time. We don't really care about this time of year more so than it is anything else. You mentioned the Combine, which is taking place. Actually, I mean, a stone's throw from us in in Indianapolis. 
Did they sell a... I mean, the tickets were free, actually. Yeah. Fans could actually watch what's happening. Was it 100,000 tickets? Crazy, man. I mean, I don't know if it was that much. I don't know what number it was, but it is I crazy. think I'm right on. I think yeah. I'm right on with 100K. Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. And, you know, I go down there and do stuff. We talk to folks. I just actually got off the phone with talking to Chris Sims, who does NBC and Football Night in America. And, you know, I, I, listen, I know that I do a show out of Indy, and everybody's always going to be pro. Indy's a great place. I wish it was still here. But for the most part, people do wish it was still here because everything is so easy. But we knew this was coming when they built the epicenter of the NFL there near Inglewood, California, in Southern California. Knew this was coming, and it's going to go there. And other than maybe Dallas, a couple of other cities, we probably will not see this combine back here again. And, Tony, what's interesting about it, I mean, we have seen it through its very early baby stages in which, you know, nobody really paid attention to it to now where everybody cares about it and you've got radio stations coming in and everybody comes in. Um, it is kind of sad that it's going to go away. I don't know how much of a revenue builder it was all in all for downtown and, you know, those places, restaurants and bars. I'm sure it did give them a kick, which has always been necessary, certainly. But, yeah, it's sad. It's going to be sad to see it go, even if you really didn't directly get involved you, with it year You don't after think year. Indy gets to keep it? The the pull from SoFi Stadium from no. Kroenke, or the owner of the Rams, is no. too much? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's ever going to be back here again, Tony. It's never going to be back here. And I, I, I hate to say this, too, because – the Super Bowl here, what, in, in 2012, was one of the, the best of all time. It's never going to be back here either unless they decide to build a new stadium because that's the criteria now. And now you're going to have, I think, and this is just my opinion, Tony, you're going to have L.A. and SoFi is going to be like at least on a five-year loop where it gets it every five years further down the road. Now you have Vegas involved. You have new stadiums involved. with You know, you got Glendale, Arizona is always going to be there. Miami is always going to be there. Uh, there's just going to be way too much competition. Uh, the Super Bowl will not be back in my lifetime, whether that's tomorrow or 30 years from right now. Man, how negative are you? I'm trying not to be, Tony. I'm trying yeah, not to be. You're failing like a I am, mother. I am. I'm normally incredibly positive. I mean, I'm right here right now. I'm look. I'm in studio for the first time talking to you in a long time. You brought up to 500. I should be positive, yet I am not. Talking to JMV and. <laughs> Get your volume ready because it's a, <laughs> yeah. it's just too uplifting. You're gonna need something to bring you down. Um, just uh, you talk about the owners not caring if they start on time. That's right. different than the owners not caring if they start. Right. So how far in Major League Baseball? How far can this go with the owners saying this is our price and the players saying this is the price we want? And will you see baseball in 2022? I think you you will. I don't think this is going to be a case where it just disappeared in 1994 and didn't come back. And, and basically, that that is one of the roots of all this right now, how that went and how people still, from that point to today, view Major League Baseball. Now, I think that April, the month of April in its entirety, Tony, I think that is in jeopardy. Uh, but at some point, they will be back. Um, it's going to be interesting to see the fan reaction once they get back. I mean, it really will because you got people going through a lot, have been through a lot, 
Aaron, last thing they want to see would be millionaires fighting with billionaires over a huge piece of the pie. They just want to see guys hit home runs and guys strike other guys out. And all this crap is going to be lost on a bunch of folks. And we'll see if they, they are true to their words or they say in social media, hey, I'm done with baseball. It's over. I'm never going to watch another game. Or if they do trickle back. But I would say that the month of April in its entirety, Tony, is in jeopardy. That is uh, JMV. He is on uh, the fan in Indianapolis from three to seven uh, p.m. You, you need can any check other him uplifting, uh, other uplifting dry dialogue for me right now? Oh God, no! I think we're done. Anything? I think I think we've experienced everything uh, that you have to offer in in making us yeah. us feel better. You are like the Viagra of good news. It's oh. Just everything is up, up, up. Now, th- listen, I'll take that. I'll take the whole Viagra of good news right there. I'll yeah, take well, that and was... run with it. Hey, by the way, I can't wait. You know, we're not that far away from doing a pre-race show together. For the Indianapolis 500-mile race. Getting that old spark back together again. That's Getting always the band special. back together, man. Yeah. It's going to be good stuff. Got it, it's going to be good. Yeah, we're like, oh, God, it's yeah. March. Yeah, we're two months away. Two months away, buddy. Two, two months, months away. We can do that. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready if you're ready. Hot diggity. <laughs> More to get to. I'm Tony Katz.